second episode of the ambiguous podcast hey guys so you know that show high school musical the musical the series on disney plus yeah the main star olivia rodrigo she plays nini on it she's only 17 but she's such a good lyricist and she has other songs um i remember a few months ago i was going down a rabbit hole and i came across a youtube video and it was like a 10 minute compilation of like just her original songs that she's posted on instagram and people um got like not screenshots but like they were screen recording her um instagram posts and her lives and she was just singing her heart out and she's so talented she's such a good songwriter i know i know that i think she wrote two songs on the first season yes she wrote that one song that went viral on tiktok last year it was last january and now this song's going viral this january yeah i heard it's doing really well on spotify it's doing like it's the top song right now and i think she's hit world records like she surpassed it she even passed taylor swift which i know is like one of her icons i heard that it's doing so well on spotify that it's breaking its own records yep like one day it was at 17 million streams and then the next day it was 18 million so it's broken its own record i think the most exciting thing right now is that she's the first asian american woman to have a number one hit song in the entire world that's amazing and she's so young too like she's only gonna progress further yeah i think she's 17 right yeah she's gonna be 18 next month (laughs) i love that i know that Hmm. um did you hear about the josh drama yes it's all over tiktok and now everyone hates him (laughs) oh i feel that and it's he just came out with a song too it's called lie 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 mm-hmm. and he it sounds like he would be like responding to olivia's song with okay so the rumors are olivia's song driver's license is rumored to be about joshua bassett which is her co-star on hsmtmts and apparently they were dating right the, i don't know if they were dating because she's like two or three years younger than him so anyway the point is that they're rumored to be dating while filming or at some point yeah but then they like had i don't know they were seen together but i don't know if they're actually dating or not and then they like were apart because of age or something and now he's dating sabrina carpenter and she's the like blonde girl that olivia talks about in her song (sighs) i just think olivia and josh would be better together but that's just me so now there's all these POVs of the song on TikTok. There's Olivia's point of view. There's Josh's point of view. There's Sabrina's point of view. There's the car's point of view. There's the driver's <laughs> license point of view. There's the road's point of view. The there's car's <laughs> point of view. Wait, I'm not done. There's the neighbor's point of view who lives next to Josh, who's like, I see your car on our street all the time. There's, um, <laughs> Olivia's best friend's point of view there's I don't know there's Olivia's sister's point of view <laughs> there's so many what about it. Olivia's car versus Josh's car no oh there's not that one no cause he's supposed to be at home while she's driving by I guess there's um 
I don't know. I think that's it. What about the in and out person who served them food? Oh, that would be a good one. Because they drove around in the in and out parking yeah, that's, lot. Yeah, that's how he taught her to drive before she got her driver's license. Ah, we found one that was not. <laughs> Wait, what if it is one? We just haven't seen it yet. You need to find it. Okay, you look for it. If not, you should make it. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so much drama. <laughs> The cool part is someone posted on TikTok saying they're just like in their late 20s, I think. And they said, yo, I wish that this kind of drama was able to come out for like Disney Channel or for like anything back in the day. Like, I don't know if you remember way back when, like early Disney Channel days, there was like Nick Jonas. He was like, he dated Miley and then he dated Selena. And so that drama did happen, but they weren't really like allowed to sing about it because they all had contracts. They all had... Um, they were like, what would you say? Oh, so it was like rumored, but it wasn't everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. And also social media was not really yeah, it much wasn't of a, a thing. Big thing then. So the point is someone was saying, I feel really bad for these stars. They were probably going through the drama. They had no way to express their feelings. What if they wanted to express their feelings, um, in this way oh. and have all this support, but they couldn't because like the time was different. I mean, yeah, but I don't think she's, like, trying to make it drama-filled. I think she just wrote a song about how Mm -hmm. she's feeling. And then it just blew up. I get that. That's totally okay. That's It's a totally different thing. But, like, can you imagine if stuff unfolded like it did uh, now for those people back then? Yeah. Do you think it would be Miley or Hannah writing the song? (gasps) Good point. I don't know, because the Jonas Brothers were featured on a Hannah Montana episode. Mm -hmm. Well, like... uh, was it Nick Jonas? He wrote, I think, Love Bug about Miley Cyrus. Really? Yeah, but so like information like that only comes out later on. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then, oh, who was it that I saw? It, oh, it was Charlie Puth. I was watching TikTok, and Charlie Puth did like a two truths and a lie, mm-hmm. and he said he like named three different songs of his, and he's like. Um, this song, this song, and this song are all about the same person. And all the comments were about Selena Gomez. They're like, those are about Selena, right? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. Like, it could be. Maybe not. But I don't know. It was like, attention. Um, I forget the other two. Wait, so Charlie said about three of his songs. He said, these three songs are about the same person. And it was one of the truths. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just so- like how you were talking about how... Uh, like songs are about certain people Mm -hmm. and then oh someone commented they're like um why are so many artists songs about selena gomez like the (laughs) weekend and who else what song of his is about selena i don't know but they dated yeah i'm sure one of his songs is about her i'd like to know there was someone else who dated her too i forget though like another artist. Oh, maybe that one Canadian artist. Uh, oh, uh, was it J- Jason? Um, Justin, um, maybe? No, that can't be it. I think he's Beaver. Beaver, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. Jason Beaver. Yeah, maybe that was it. <laughs> <laughs> really, Justin Beaver. That's what we're talking about. Well, <laughs> I couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> you never know. Okay. Just to be clear. Um, speaking of music, I loved that song you sent me. It was a song on TikTok. This artist, I think it's Jessia. It's J E S S I A. Mm-hmm. It's called "I'm Not Pretty," and it's all about like body empowerment. And oh, it was it's so good. It's such a good song. 
I love that song. It has like such a nice beat and the lyrics are so good. It's like, um, what does she say? I think she says, I'm not pretty. I'm just fun. Okay. Like talking about how I have a belly. I have a bum. Yeah. She goes bum, 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 bum. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know how like there's some women who, um, like may not be the stereotypical, like, oh, the pretty girl in the group. In a conventional way. Yeah. Is what you mean, right? Yeah. In a conventional way. So people are like, oh yeah, she's a great personality. Oh, like, mm-hmm. they don't talk about her looks because she's not conventional, but, like, they're like, oh, yeah, she's so funny. Mm-hmm. And so they just talk about those traits instead. Yeah, so that's why I really like this song. It's, like, really empowering for anyone who's not that conventional, like, typical, like, pretty one. Yeah. And so it basically encourages you to love yourself no matter yeah. what kind of shape size you are. I really love the song. Highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, it's really good. So something else I've been loving, especially in quarantine, is drinking coffee. I've been drinking a lot of coffee lately, and I've been making a lot of coffee. I'm basically a barista now. But no, making- you're not. <laughs> Have you seen some of my drinks? No. <laughs> excuse me then. I've made caramel macchiatos. I've made cappuccinos. I've made lattes. I mean, iced matcha lattes. Um, what else? I made ice, homemade ice caps. I oh, made, yeah, you did. I made caramel coffee. Oh, it's like a knockoff of the Starbucks caramel brulee latte. It's mm-hmm. so good. I sent you that recipe. No, you didn't. I did. No, I made it. Yeah, but I sent you the recipe. No. And then you said we'd make it together. <laughs> and then you just made one for yourself. No, I thought you try it. When it was cold. That's not my fault. I came downstairs and I was like, oh, ready to make the drinks? And you're like... You didn't. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. So you still owe me that. Okay, fine. I'll make you one. Good. Okay. Anyway, so the point I'm trying to make is we have this very expensive. Very giant. Espresso machine. I think it's pronounced uh, Seiko. Uh, Vienna Deluxe. It's a really, really nice. Bougie. Uh, bougie espresso machine. And my dad loves it. He actually was gifted it. He won it in a contest. Yeah. Like a trade show. And it's it, probably like 10 to 15 years old. No, not 15, but like, it's probably at least 10 years old now. Minimum, minimum 10 years. It was uh, probably 2007 is when we got it. Or 2006. Roughly around that point. Anyway, so my dad drinks coffee every single day. We started to drink coffee a lot more often now that we're in quarantine. Yeah. And so we were messing around with the machine because not, not okay, really messing around but like not messing around so the thing is i was like oh i really like coffee like i like making my drink every day it's something nice to have like some kind of routine sense of normalcy in quarantine mm-hmm. but i found that it was like kind of watery and then <laughs> i add creamer so it's like even more diluted mm-hmm. and sometimes i make like making iced coffee so i add the ice in it but then it's even more diluted so I'm like, how do I make espresso? You're like, where's the flavor? Where's the flavor? I don't know if you guys know that TikTok. <laughs> um, so I wanted espresso. So I asked my dad like one evening. I'm like, oh, can like, how do I make espresso? He's like, oh, this does it. And I'm like, but you just use it for coffee. He's like, yeah, but it does everything. And I'm like, why don't you use it then for that? <laughs> to, to the full ability, right? Yeah, he just uses it for coffee and not even like good strong coffee. It's like watered down. In fairness, he didn't know that he was using it on the lowest setting. Okay, so thanks to me, we figured it out. But also thanks to me because I'm the one who found the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. 
So at least I like brought it up. So now we have better coffee. Mm -hmm. So we basically tinkered around with the uh, settings on it, and we were able to get it exactly where we want to. Yeah. So now thanks it's to YouTube. Like, thanks YouTube. So now it's like stronger and better flavor. Mm -hmm. So like even this morning, it I takes longer though. Yeah. It but takes like it. five minutes. It's worth it though. Okay. Like this morning. Not when you're rushing. So like this morning, I made a cappuccino and I took this. Uh, I took milk and I like used the milk frother on it. I got it really nice and foamy, and I was making latte art. Okay, so I'll make you caramel coffee and you make me a cappuccino. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Something that I just found out about is Notion. Have you heard of that? Vaguely. It's like. In app, but you can also use it on the web. And there's, like, an app for your phone. And I think there's a computer, like, a MacBook app as well. But it's basically a way to keep organized. You can do it individually or you can do it in uh, collaboration with, like, teammates or, like, in, like, a work setting. And it's so... Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So basically, you can make pages. And within those pages, you can do to-do lists. You can do... Um, tables and charts you can add photos and then at the top there's like covers so you can like add your own cover you can just do a, um just like a color page and it's linked with unsplash the app that does photos and a lot of photographers are on there so it's so aesthetic you can like change it to how you want oh i love it it's keeping me so organized Ooh, that's good some of the pages I created, I have a dashboard, so it's things I want to get done today. And then on the other side of it, I have things I want to get done this week. And you can like cross it off so you feel satisfied. The thing is, you can access it from any device, whether it's your phone or laptop. It's like Google Docs or any other Google software, and it syncs, so it changes for everything. I also just made a jobs tab, so I have like um, job applications that I want to get to. Um, I have <laughs> I have TikTok ideas, I have podcast ideas, resolutions, recipes I want to try, a reading list, movies, TV shows, manifestation, and then I have a little tab of like things that I want to buy like in the future. <laughs> so yeah, it's really nice. Hmm. And they also give you templates. So if you're kind of stuck or like you don't know where to start, you can choose that and then they can help you out. So where's your baby? He's right here. Where? My child. Hey, baby. <laughs> You're saying hello. Hi, Yo-Yo. So, we got a baby Yoda doll. Would you consider it a doll or, like, a stuff? Mm -mm. Okay, what is he defined as? He's a plush. A <laughs> baby Yoda plush. Yeah. Tell the story of how this came to be. <laughs> so, basically... If you listen to the last episode, check out episode one. Um, we, I saw so many TikToks of people with baby Yoda plushes and I loved it so much. And he just brings me so much joy. I was like, I want one. Like, I need that in my life. I need some joy right now. <laughs> so I looked um, online where you could get him. And they actually, no, I didn't. So we were at Walmart one day. Before the holidays, right? Before the holidays. And we were just doing, like, random shopping, like, whatever we needed. And then, oh, I really wanted <laughs> I really wanted a Tamagotchi. So I went to the toy section to check, and I couldn't find any. And so I asked someone. Um, she was like, oh, they're only online, blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, um, we were passing by, and there's a whole shelf 
full of Baby Yoda dolls. Not dolls, sorry. Full of Baby Yoda plushes. <laughs> and they, I think they're on sale. Or maybe that was just their, like... That was just a really good price. It was, like, $23, price. I think. It was $23 or $24. And there's so many of them. And I didn't think anything of it. I looked at them, and I was like, oh, my God, they're cute, I guess. And then I left. <laughs> and then two weeks later, I kept getting TikToks on my For You page. They were like, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda plush. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, what the heck? Now I need one. <laughs> so I searched high and low for this Baby Yoda I went back to that Walmart. They didn't have it. I went to another Walmart. They didn't have it. I called. I tried to call multiple Walmarts, but nobody picked up. And I hate that because that, that's a whole nother tangent. Walmart doesn't pick up. And I hate it so much. I tweeted about it. I was like, um, when you're on the phone with Walmart for 10 minutes, but nobody picks up, so you have to hang up. And then my friend, <laughs> my friend's like, wow. And then Walmart replied to me. They're like, so sorry. And I'm like, well, so now that people are replying to me, you're going to come. As you should be sorry. Yeah, and then they slid into my DMs. And then they weren't helpful. Anyways, um, so I checked Toys R Us. I checked Costco sold them a few months ago. And they came with, like, little... They came with little, like, accessories and toys for him. It was so cute. But obviously it's months later, so we couldn't get that one. Anyways, we found him at Toys R Us. Eventually. Yeah. We didn't go there because obviously we're, like, trying to stay home as much and trying to only, like, shop where we need to in one day and then stay home. So we found him at Toys R Us and even though he was a little bit more expensive, we got free next day delivery to our house. So now he lives with us. And by lives with us, he's everywhere in this house. <laughs> everywhere you go, you bring him. I don't bring him. He walks on his own. Okay, he walks on his own. He comes to dinner. Yep. He cuddles in bed. He watches TV with us. Yeah. He helps us film t- TikToks. Are you complaining? No, I'm just okay. saying he's a big part of our life now. Yeah, I love him. The newest member of the family. He's so cute. He's like the biggest size. He's like, I don't know, how, I want to say maybe. Like as big as your forearm. It's a great representation. <laughs> how do people know what my forearm is like, like oh. this? You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't realize until you said that. This is an audio. <laughs> I guess. I think he's like 14 inches or something. Yeah. He's really cute. He's so cute. I wish you could. <laughs> I wish you could dress him up in different outfits. <laughs> I think that would be so cute. He's just in like this wool coat thing. At least he's warm. Our brother's so mean to him. He keeps holding him, and he's like, "Oh, he's so top heavy." <laughs> I'm like, "That's so rude." That's not his fault. Don't body shame him. <laughs> yeah, his head's kind of heavy, and his the rest of his body is beans, but. Oh, I mean beads. <laughs> it's just... It's, listen. That's his butt. Mm. And then he's squishy in the middle. Just... He's so lovable. His face actually like looks cute, too. Yeah, that's why I like him. There's different ones. Like, different versions of him as a plush. And this one was the cutest. Other ones make him look super old and creepy. And I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. So last night, I was looking at... Um, some new foundations because I have some but they're kind of old and my skin's been kind of freaking out so I don't know if anyone else has this but I have combination skin but I also have acne prone skin but it's still like 
even though it's combo, it's more on the dry side. So it's just a mess. So I was looking online. This has nothing to do with that, but <laughs> I was looking online and I came across this website called Findation because um, I used to see these charts of like different drugstores comparing their foundation shades to each other. So it'd be like Maybelline, Revlon, L'Oreal. Yeah, it's really cool. And so it would be like all their shades. And if you're like, if you're 100 in this in this brand, then you're like 115 in this brand. And it was really helpful. So I googled that and I came across that site, Foundation. And you type in as many different foundations that you have. You can do like one or more. Usually it's better to do more than one. So I did two of them. And I did my foundation shades for those two. It like helps you pick the brand that you have and then asks you which shade you are and you insert that. And then it gives you a list of like 50 different foundations from different brands like a drugstore and high end and tells you what color you would be. Oh, I love that. And then you can insert your email and it will send it to you. Oh, I'm going to go check it out now. So you know what show I've been watching lately? Shit's Creek. Yeah. Yeah, you have it on all the time. I can hear it through the wall. <laughs> well, it's a good show. I started watching it recently, and uh, I didn't realize it's actually kind of short in the way that it's only 13 episodes per season. What the heck? That's it? That's it. I thought, like, it would at least be 24. No, it's 13. And I thought it was five seasons, but it's actually six. So it's six seasons, 13 episodes? Mm-hmm. No wonder. No wonder what? No wonder you're getting through it so fast. Oh, yeah, of course. But I go through TV really fast anyway. Yeah. Because you like to have it on the background. I'm one of those people who likes to be engaged with it. I think it matters in the type of show. Like, for example, if I'm watching a sitcom, sometimes I'll watch it, like, passively. Like, oh, you're doing laundry. Oh, I'm, like, organizing stuff. But if you're watching something a little more intense, like a one-hour drama. Yeah. Then, like, you have, like, then you have to pay attention. I agree, but I still, like, even if it's a comedy and it's only 20 minutes, I feel like I have to be engaged. I get that. It's only if it's an episode that I've seen before, then I feel like, okay, I can have it on the background. Yeah, you basically just create reruns for yourself. Yeah. As if it was live TV. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they get a lot of awards last year? Yeah, most recently, I think it was the Emmys. Yeah. The 2020 Emmys, like, was all during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I was just I was just thinking about that. I'm, like, picturing it in my head. Because they were wearing masks. Yeah, and they set up, like, their premiere. Like, basically what they did is the Emmys were virtual or, like, digital. And so not everyone could be in L.A. at the time. And so the cast and crew, everyone who was nominated, along with, like, their friends and family of Schitt's Creek, that cast, they basically did a kind of uh, setup at Casa Loma. They had a tent, they had catering, they had tables. It was really cute. And they had, like, a mic set up and a broadcast camera. So, like, if they won an award, they would just be, like, speaking to the camera that's set up right there with a mic. And they had the award with them. Oh, which other award show did that? They had, like, hazmat suits. I think it was the Emmys. Was it? Yeah, I think it's, it's still the same show we're talking about. Oh. The same award show. Because I remember um, oh, okay. Rami won. And so he tweeted about it because he won an Emmy. Yeah. You know what? You might be right. It could have been the Golden Globes because like he's, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was the Emmys. Anyway, he tweeted about it. He said, guys, this is how they do it. And he sent pictures. He attached pictures in his tweet. Basically, yeah. the point is that someone's in a hazmat suit. They have the award with them outside the house. Yeah. And 
everyone's watching to see if you win or not. And if you do win, the guy knocks on your door, or the person knocks on your door and gives you the award, then you like, then you speak towards your live camera. But if you don't win, then they just take the award back to their car. Yeah, every nominee has someone standing outside. So mm-hmm. it's not like just the people that actually won has someone. They all have one. So it's like, you either get it or you don't. Imagine the effort that someone had to put on a hazmat suit, drive to the star's house, and I then know. just wait there to have to go back with the stuff. <laughs> but I was here for nothing. It sucks for you. Anyway, so Schitt's Creek won a lot of awards uh, this past year. And since the show ended... Everyone's been talking about it. A lot of Canadians have been talking about it. They said, if you haven't watched the show, you really should watch it. So I was like, you know what? I got time. I'll watch the show. Yeah, I wanted to start watching it. Maybe I'll do that soon. It is a good show. I think you would like it. What have you been watching? Um, Not much, actually. Mostly just YouTube. But I heard about this new show called Surviving Death. And there, there's only like six to ten episodes, I think. Maybe less. Um, They're all like an hour each. And so basically, I heard about it through TikTok. Um, I don't know if you've heard about stories of people like almost dying and yeah, almost dying. And they they feel like they're meeting someone in the afterlife mm-hmm. or they have this like awakening or there's this one TikTok. I saw this mother, her child um, says he's from Mars and he's talking about like his life before this time. And it's kind of creepy, but it's really interesting because he, she said that it doesn't sound made up. Like, he's talking about it so vividly that he remembers every little detail. So she was sharing that story, and someone commented that there's some shows on Netflix. This one actually came out recently, like, just this month. So I really want to start that. Hmm. That sounds a little, like, interesting, but, like, creepy. Yeah. But, like... It's one of those things where you can't look away, like, you need to watch it. It's so interesting. It's kind of cool. It's a really cool concept. Yeah. So yesterday, I made this really delicious pasta dish, uh, fettuccine Alfredo, that I used a TikTok recipe for it. Um, I think the girl's name was Miriam, and her handle is M-X-R-I-Y-U-M. So Miriam. <laughs> so Mary cute. Yum. So she basically made a copycat Olive Garden fettuccine Alfredo recipe. Mm-hmm. That's what we followed. And it was really good. Her recipes are actually amazing. I haven't tried any of them, but they look delicious. I have so many of them saved. Same. I, like, download them, but I'm like, I never come back to them. <laughs> so did you like the pasta yesterday? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. It was, like, one of those things where you eat and, like... It hit the spot. It hit the spot, and it was, like, cozy. Yeah, it was, like, warm and cheesy. Yeah, and we did a salad with it too, and we basically recreated Olive Garden, because I used the Olive Garden dressing. Yeah, we just didn't have the breadsticks. Ah, the breadsticks. I think she made some kind of breadsticks, Miriam, or maybe it was someone else on TikTok. One thing I don't get is, like, the obsession with breadsticks. I would prefer garlic bread, or, like, something garlic-tasting. It's just bread! The breadsticks are so good. But, like, what? They're, like, soft and warm and garlicky. But they're plain, no, there's stuff on them. There's no seasoning on them. Yeah, there is. A little bit. Hardly. Whatever. Okay, I need garlic. Yeah. I love garlic. I like, think there's I need... garlic on it. I don't think there is. I think you're tripping. We'll report back. I'm going to go check it out. tripping. So you made a really delicious cake last week. Thank you. I made a three-layer pistachio cake with homemade whipped cream frosting. And it was actually very good. Normally, I don't know about you, but when I bake stuff... 
and I eat it afterwards I'm like oh yeah it's pretty good but like it's not amazing I think it's just like if I make something but if someone else makes it I'm like oh this is amazing or like store-bought or like it feel like it tastes better but I actually really enjoyed this one first of all you don't let me bake because I always burn it. Yeah, so why would I let you? <laughs> you just said, I don't know we, about you, but when I make. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm like, you don't I'm let not, me bake. I'm talking to the people, the audience. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. No. Your co-host. No, why would I do that? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this cake was so, so good. I love that it was green and that it had, like, crushed pistachio throughout it. Yeah. It's one of those, like, light cakes that was... <gasps> um, that just, like, hits the spot, like, the amount of sweetness. It was, like, light and fluffy, but not, like, too sugary, not too sweet. And the cake was actually made for Dad's birthday. Yeah, because he loves pistachio cake. We used to get a pistachio cake from this bakery in Richmond Hill, but it's so expensive because pistachios are expensive. Mm-hmm. So I thought, we're in quarantine, and I'm baking, and I got that stand mixer, so let me try and make one at home. Mm-hmm. And it turned out well. It was really good. I think you should make another one. Just for me. <laughs> That's because you want to eat it. <laughs> well, we shared the cake with so many people. that We, we shared it with like 10 people, I swear. Yeah, and everyone loved it. Literally everyone messaged being like, it's so good. Yeah, people were asking for the recipe and all that stuff. It was really good. I think you should make it again. Maybe for a special occasion. Maybe for Father's Day. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Dad never asked for a second piece of cake, ever. Yeah, because he's so picky about desserts. He doesn't like super sweet things. So let us know, does anyone else have an Indian dad who is not really into sweets that much? Or, like, when they like sweets, they don't want it to be too sweet? Or is that just our dad? That's such a weird thing. Like, it's called dessert. Like, you want it to be sweet. How can it be too sweet? So, like, his thing is, he's told me, he's like, oh, growing up in India, whenever I'd have dairy milk chocolate, it would be more chocolate than it is sweet. Or, like, any cake that they would have, it would be, like, sweet, but not too sweet. And he said, it was so delicious. I loved it so much. No, but I agree. We've had dairy milk from India, and it is less sweet. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, I get it. He grew up with that, and that's what he likes more, as opposed to, like, Canada and the U.S. It's, stuff is definitely sweeter. Yeah, I guess. It's what you're used to. So speaking of Dad's birthday, it was actually a milestone birthday for him. He, he was turned 60. 60th birthday. Old man. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to have a party this year, but I guess... We Ms. couldn't this Ms. year. Miss Rona got in the way. She party crashed. Yeah. And then we had to cancel the party because she came. How dare she? What the I know. So anyway, so one of my highlights for this week was that I got the chance to put together a video compilation. So we basically contacted a lot of his friends and family and we asked them to send in videos wishing him happy birthday. And I was so surprised. We... Reached out to me about 20, 25 people. Everyone replied and sent their videos in. When I put it together, it was 46 minutes long. I was, like, shocked at how long the video was. I was like, I appreciate all this love. I know he will appreciate all this love. But, oh, my gosh, editing it took so long. No, it was more than that. Because you cut it after editing, it was 46 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was probably over an hour easy. I don't know. But, like, it was tough to get through. But every time I watched a video, it made me smile. Or, like, people would share memory. It was really cute. It was really sweet. Mm-hmm. So I also have to thank you because earlier this week I was so stressed out. I was just like stressing out about things, all that kind of stuff. And you had recommended that I should start journaling. Yeah. So now I'm journaling. And good. It's been, it's been feeling really good. 
actually. Yeah, I've been doing it at night right before I go to bed. Yeah, that's what I do. I think I found it really intimidating at first because I wanted to write in it like it's a diary or like... Well, it is a diary. Well, I just call it a journal. But like you can literally write about anything. Like like I was telling you, um, I write about my feelings, like what I'm feeling, um, what I did today, what I could do, what I want to (laughs) do, what I could do tomorrow, like what I ate, literally anything. Yeah, and so I think I got scared about it at first because I didn't know what to say, but then also I was kind of leaning towards almost writing a productivity list where it's like, I did this, I did this, and I found it toxic. I did not enjoy it. It is. And so now I'm making an active effort to not put in uh, like a productivity list. I did this, I worked out, I did this, I did this, like emails. No, so now I'm like focusing on, so I did this really cool thing and it made me happy. Um, I made this food item and it was delicious. And so I've noticed a mental shift. Like I really can notice. Oh, I'm so glad. I really enjoy it. I sometimes I list things, but like I'm I'm not like beating myself up about it. Like literally in my journal, I'll write today was a chill day. I just watched Netflix and like say which show I was watching. And it's nice to look back at on too. Mm-hmm. Especially in the time that we are in now. When everyone's like stressed out, everyone's home, everyone has energy, feelings to pour out your feelings into something, into writing. Yeah. It really does help. Because even if you can't talk to someone, you can, I feel like I'm talking to myself when I write in it. I'm like, that's fine. I don't mind talking to myself. It just feels really good. And I've noticed it's helping my mental health. I feel like there's a weight lifted off my shoulders. Like I'm not keeping it all inside. I really liked when you told me um, that you made fun of yourself for your own spelling. Yeah, I misspelled in one of my journal entries, and then I was like, what the heck? You can't spell. (laughs) I love that. So, wow. Our episode's been pretty long today. So I think we want to end this episode off with our favorite segment, which is Brown Girl Feature of the Week. B-G-F-O-T-W. Oh my god. That's longer than the title. Let me say it. I'm trying. Go with it. You can say it. I can't. Too many words. Too many letters. Anyway, so this week's Brown Girl Feature of the Week, it's ZHK Designs on Instagram, aka Zoe Harveen Kaur. Z? Are you American now? Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Zed. <laughs> ZHK Designs, aka Zoe Harveen Kaur. <laughs> there you go. I don't know, it just feels weird sometimes when you're like, you're reading it all the time, but you don't really say it out loud. Yeah. I don't know what happens. So anyway, ZHK Designs was created to educate others and enhance various identities, cultures, and backgrounds. So Zoe's been doing her art for a couple years now, and I'm a really big fan. I love her art style. I love what she talks about. She brings light to ideas, important issues, taboos, everything through her art. And she sells amazing prints on her website. She even has some apparel. I really love everything that she's doing, and I think everyone should go check her out. I'll leave her handle in the description. And lately, one of the best ones that she's been doing is her affirmation posts. I love them. Ooh, you've been really into affirmations lately. Mm-hmm, I have. And it basically just coincided with, like, everything I've been feeling lately. Yeah. I love her stuff. Her stuff is really good. I was scrolling through her Instagram the other day, and she has a lot of different artistic styles. She makes, like, brown girl cartoons, but some of them will be, like, Powerpuff Girls or Kim Possible or Aladdin, and she just, like, puts her own twist on it Mm -hmm. i love it what she's most known for is the art style without any eyes i love that art style i want one done of me 
I love it. It's so good. She actually did an interview a couple months ago, and someone talked about it. They asked her, why do you do with no eyes? And she said, because I want other people to see the art and see themselves in it. And I was like, I love that so much. So definitely go check her out. I think she deserves all the love in the world. Yeah, she definitely deserves it. So everyone go out and support her. So anyway, that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening. So we hope you join us for our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,